Hello, everyone. Welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. My name is Prabhat. I'm the founder at Online Seller UK. And uh, we are working with series of podcasts for the last few months. And um, we will be working with GS1 UK to produce a series of educational podcasts. And today we've got Lorna with me. Uh, Lorna, welcome to our podcast. Hi, Prabhat. Thanks for having us. Excellent. So, Lorna, why don't you introduce yourself first and uh, we'll dive into the topic. Sure. Yes, I am Lorna Lever. I'm one of the industry engagement managers for marketplaces in GS1 UK. Um, most people know us for the barcodes, but we are basically an industry body that covers the whole breadth of supply chain standards, helping businesses to be able to work together better, easier and cheaper. Excellent. So um, before we were going to record this, you know, I was talking to you about different purchasing or renting different videos that I've seen on YouTube recently. So can you can you put some light on what is purchasing and what is renting actually? Yes, I've seen this sort of terminology be used quite a lot, as you say, on YouTube, various people sort of talking about it. Um, and the reason that there's kind of renting and buying, it basically it dates back to a 2002 court case where people in the US um, were granted permission to keep their numbers perpetually. Um, and what has happened is basically those group of people have started reselling their numbers. Um, and that, that's where the, the group of buying the numbers has come from. But the problem is, is uh, they are obviously registered to that company that originally owns it. And then that's where it causes a problem because they're not then registered to the person that, they're, that is buying it from them. So obviously the point of a product identifier, a GTIN, EAN, UPC, whatever the terminology is by the person, is that they have to be unique. And the point is that they should be traceable back to you. So it comes down to the, the, the people are seeing that it's rented from GS1 because it's an annual license. Um, and, and, and that's where the issue is rising, really. Um, but obviously the business model for us is that it's renting because it stays within the system and it enables us to help the members continually do further things than just putting a product identifier on their Amazon listing. It does a lot more than that, but a lot of people don't really realise that. Yeah, I'm sure. So you mentioned about registered with that particular company who they bought from. So are we questioning that the, the numbers which we... So, for example, purchase from anywhere else, uh, third party than GS1, they don't, in fact, belong to us? Is that what you're saying? Or Yeah, the, the court case granted them to be perpetually forever kept by the person that owned them, at that at, was licensing them at that time. Um, and sadly, they've then been selling them on. So, obviously, um, as far as uh, we're concerned, because they are a, were a GS1 number, that is owned by that person. So, it can't sure. be else um, and then also then that causes issues with Amazon because obviously they're checking our database which will then flag it up as the original owner not the person that's trying to list that product on Amazon. Okay so that means when you actually go ahead and try to register the uh, brand on Amazon there will be an issue. Yeah you're likely to get a brand doesn't match error because obviously Amazon are wanting to ensure that the person that's listing the product should be listing that product. And it helps them with things like counterfeits. I, I appreciate why people are doing it because obviously the third parties are selling them a lot cheaper. And obviously um, money talks, right? And people are gonna wanna go for a, a cheaper option. Yeah. And 
um, especially GS1 UK, we've um, been a bit slower to react in terms of making the ranges smaller. So the amount of GTINs that you get, because obviously people are sort of starting out, they're trying on Amazon, they want a smaller range of numbers now. Um, yeah. as we were previously uh, only able to offer a minimum of 1,000. But actually in the last probably about a month, we've been able to launch some lot smaller packages which are much better for startups so you can actually get a 10 or a 100 as well now so there's not really that much reason to be going to these third parties um and and obviously i appreciate people want to save other people money but the issue is i basically spend most of my days trying to help people overcome issues that they're finding with the fact that they've used their party numbers and they now want to change them over and obviously, the Amazon listings have reviews and sales um, traffic and sales ranking on them once they've been established, and they don't want to lose that. And it's not that easy to change them over, sadly. Yeah, so if we are, well, we can't technically change them, perhaps. We have to yeah. start again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we've been doing some tests with Amazon, but they've been finding it really difficult. There's been quite a few issues and things like that. And and basically, there's just not really an answer at this moment. We're hoping to hear some more from Amazon. They're hoping to automate it. But at the moment, there's not really a way to change it over. Not sure. way, um, easy and successful, put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. So any, any brands or any brands who is trying to start up and build a presence online, whether it's Amazon elsewhere, uh, you know, it's, it's good for them to not to go elsewhere, really. Because... Yeah. Uh, Definitely. We have a recent example, actually, um, uh, a member joined us, they were selling cold brew coffee, so like tins of cold coffee. Yeah. Uh, and the numbers that they had been using and trying to list on Amazon, which actually it, they had an error they weren't able to list, it was um, basically registered to a gun manufacturer in the US. So that, that doesn't really sit very well with their brand that they're trying to build, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, as you start, you, you may be hearing lots of stories around like this with uh, other brands as well. So, um, okay, so there are other, other problems with what we I generally see with, with people I work with, because uh, some people approach me, give me the barcode to list the products on Amazon. And, uh, you know, like you said, that product is linked with something else. So are, are we saying these are fake barcodes or how do, how do we avoid this sort of fake barcodes if we, if we come across them? Yeah, I think the way that we typically describe it is like a grey market because obviously using GTINs as a voluntary standard, it's not required by law, uh, apart from a couple of countries like China and Brazil. Um, but yeah, the, the way to avoid it is basically get your own. And the only way that you can do that is through a GS1 office. I mean, there is 115 across the world, so there will be one local to you if you're not a UK seller. Um, and you are open to choose whichever office that you want to join because... Each office has its own localized offering. Um, so if you wanted to do, join the US because you um, sit in the US and you prefer US time zones, that's, that's, your, that's your choice, basically. Similarly with Australia and everything else. And I, I believe the US have also introduced some um, a lot lower packages in terms of size as well. So Sure. And uh, we can use this US or Australian year numbers. Oh, sorry. It's not yen in the US, but... The numbers we buy from US or Australia, we can use it in the UK or vice versa. Yes, the numbers are interchangeable. So anywhere you list an EAN or UPC would work. Um, there's a couple of retailers in the US that still require any UPC, which means a 12-digit number. 
um, but they are well past the sunset date for changing over their systems. So if you do encounter any of them, let me know. Um, yeah, the, the difference is that if you join the US, they'll give you a 12-digit number, and then when you put it onto Amazon, you select the UPC option. Um, if you join anywhere else, so Europe, you, you'll get EANs, and then you list it using the EAN option, because that's 13 13-digit number for Amazon. Okay, sure. So I think uh, I've got all the list covered, list of questions I had for you. Is there anything else you want to add today? Um, probably not. I think that's everything. What I would say is um, I, I totally get why people are probably choosing the third party for the price. But what I say is actually it's all about getting the foundations right for your business. So if you're building a brand, um, you, you want to make sure that everything is, is linking back to you. Uh, and the way that we think about it is um, kind of like uh, a domain registration. Obviously, you want to make sure your domain is registered to you. You wouldn't use a third-party one. Okay. Uh, similar case. Um, and like I said, it, it can cause a lot of problems down, down the line. So um, just try and get the foundations right for your business at the start because um, it's going to save you a lot of headache. Um, and then obviously... What I would say is we can do a lot more than just putting the, the number on Amazon. So uh, anyone that is a member of us, actually come and speak to us and see what else we can help you with. Okay. That leads us to me asking a general question. If somebody needs to contact you, where's the best place to get to you? Obviously, we've got the usual uh, socials. So we've got Instagram, uh, we've got uh, Twitter, and we've got Facebook pages. Um, but you can just drop us a line on email. We've got a support desk that are there, sort of normal office hours. Um, I think there's about team of about eight of them that will be able to help you out, or you can contact me directly. I can give you the link um, to pop in the email, no problem. Okie dokie. Right, you. Thank you very much for your time, Lona, and I'll speak to you soon. Lovely speaking to you. All the best. Bye.